everyone. Welcome to the Forward Thinking Podcast. It's Christy and Charlie here from CSTO. And today, just going to be the two of us, and we're going to be chatting about, I think, a topic that we've been thinking about a while. Like, I think... 10 years? Why should you know? <laughs> no, just recently. I think, and that's why, why is marketing ops feel like it's getting so hard? Um, and just optimi- revenue operations, I'll probably clue into that too, but definitely marketing operations. Um, and so we're going to talk about why we feel that way, or maybe we think what the reason is for that. Yeah. And we hear from a lot of people, we speak to a lot of people, our clients, people in our network, people in marketing operations, seeing stuff on online, on LinkedIn and it just gets exponentially harder. And I think I remember about a year ago, I posted that, uh, I can't remember if it was a GIF or just a meme. I think it might've been a GIF with like all of, I oh know it was, it was about, it was a podcast video with all of the different things like people in marketing operations have to do and like really hurt home for a lot of people, just how it's just getting exponentially harder. And I think we've figured out one big reason why that is, yeah. why it feels like it just gets harder and harder every year. Yeah. So what is it? Well, a lot of it, in our opinion, is centers around time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like everyone knows, there's, there's a lot that just accumulates. There's a lot of technical debt that accumulates from, from companies moving too fast. There's a lot of, that, of processes that accumulate, tech that accumulates. And we're going to go into each of these things in a little bit more detail, but it's just the accumulation of all of that stuff yeah. that just makes it harder and harder and harder to do anything else. So like the more you have, the harder it is to do the next thing. Like you want to create a process for your field marketing team. There's more you have to, the more you have to think about, there's more you have to audit, there's more you have to take into account. You want to do, you want to set up a new tool for your demand gen team. There's more you have to think about, there's more you have to audit, there's more you get, it's just, it just takes a lot longer to do things. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you mentioned just before we even got on this is that the team sizes haven't grown. No. But the time it takes to do everything and we're not even in in this respect. We're not particularly even talking about the the amount of things we have to do because that is also exponentially growing. Mm-hmm. But it's just the time it takes to do mm-hmm. things is also exponentially growing, given the um, the growing amount of things that we need to do. It's right. like this compounding <laughs> compounding effect that just is getting out of control. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is one of the things where I think we've got focused on time because I was comparing. So when we first got started in market, market operations, and I feel like, you know, I'm doing a lot of the same things that, you know, I'm seeing a lot of companies wanting to do the same things that we did like 10 years ago, but the, the route to get there just seems much tougher, more strenuous. And, and then I just thought, oh, it's just been time for like, and so we're going to, a lot of like what Charlie said is just focus around what's been happening in like 11, 12, 13 years um, that impacts that. So the first one is, and I think it's one of the biggest one is just um, technical debt. So I think, you know, a long time ago, there was, you know, Salesforce instances that didn't have much automation in it. You maybe had like a few workflows, um, but like that was it really, I think. And then, is that all you're really limited to as well? So I think part of this too has to do with just the technology evolving and how much you could do with it and how much has been stuck there. But 
without this general sense of like, what's best practice or let's go back and review all those things that we did and, and get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Because for most growing companies, they're not going to give you that time to do that. So technical debt is just our biggest is marketing operations and sales operations like arch nemesis, I would say. Yeah. And it just layers on and on and on as people are moving too fast, too they're fast. doing things, they're not documenting anything. And it just gets, you know, this, these systems just get almost un unmanageable. Yeah. And then you never, you get to the point we've talked about this before, where the time it will take to pay down your debt is more time than you have in, if you, that was the only thing you were going to do. Mm -hmm. So the debt can only accumulate. It's kind of like if you're, you know, the interest on your loan was all of your paycheck, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, and then therefore you can, you're never paying, you're never pay down your loan. You're always just paying off the interest. I think it's got to that point, or maybe even worse, where the interest on your loan is more than your paycheck, right? So you, you, <laughs> barely, you can barely even make the interest payments on, on, on your debt. Yeah. So, so that just, like we mentioned before, it just makes everything incredibly tough to work around. And then you think you're implementing something right. And I think this, this has, always, has always been a degree of this in marketing ops, but you will implement something and then you will, you all, I mean, you've always had to go into like a maintenance phase and a monitoring mm -hmm. phase yeah. in what we do. But this nowadays, that is like one of the most important pieces. You kind of always have to ship and then know there's going to be like extra releases, like very quickly after that to account for all of the things that you didn't really have time to audit because, you know, this is probably consistent across every, every industry, but especially ours with these fast paced B2B tech um, companies. We don't, they're not, they don't want to wait you know, three months to do a full technology mm -hmm. process system automation audit to be able to account for everything. It's like, let's get everything we kind of know. Let's get the, a good, good job done. And then if something comes up, we will address that after that. And that's like the quickest way to get it done, but often not the, you know, it's arguable which way is best. Um, yeah. But that's kind of the, the world that we live in. And it's impossible to, to really know absolutely everything, especially like you said, in Salesforce. And I think that that's a Salesforce is a big culprit of this, right? There's a lot of automation in their apex and there's a lot of it's very hard to unpack. Mm -hmm. So you do often find a lot after you've implemented it. That's why it feels like it's harder. Yeah. And I, I will say that sales Salesforce is the only tool, you know, your market automation we've seen, we've done audits and we still do them. And we think that if anything, before going to a big project, you, there is some level of auditing you need to do because even for us, right? We're experts. We go in, we think something's going to take a certain amount of time and you find, you know, some stuff there that needs to be removed or could heavily impact the performance of what you're building. And, and so, um, I think for everyone that's listening, okay, yes, we know about technical debt, but I think the thing that we need to realize is how can we build a case for addressing this? Because then you're just adding on more and then to like communicate that, right? Like, so change the expectations. And, and I will say we're learning this too, you know, for talking to the client, how long is this going to take? Well, actually we, now we need to keep in mind that it might take, you know, double the time than what it used to for us before. And so really keep that in mind as you're setting expectations with your team, your leadership team. Um, knowing all of that. And I think many of us have learned that, but. Yeah, and that, that was a key point of my post in the newsletter 
last week is that you know, what we're talking about, it's, it's kind of interesting to talk about it, but the reason why we're talking about it is because everyone in marketing needs to be better at voicing this. Yes. You're like, we often want to be the hero, get things done quickly, like kind of make it happen. And that's great. Like, don't lose that part of you. But at the same time, we have to be very realistic and set expectations properly. Mm-hmm. It's much better if you say something's going to take three months and it takes two, than say it's going to take a month and it takes two. Mm-hmm. So we need to be better at um, managing that expectation and knowing that there's a lot that we don't know, and that's going to be that's going to come out, and it's going to it's going to potentially slow things down, and it's going to be some a lot of stuff we have to account for. But then one of the other things to move on, um, other than technical debt, and this is this they all feed into each other. But one one other thing that's happened over the last ten years is the marketing operations tenure of of tenure for marketing people. It's like a year, 18 months. We did that survey a while back. It's, it's not very long. So if you think someone who implemented, you know, Marketo and their Salesforce instance 10 years ago, they may have had six, seven owners of that platform mm-hmm. to now. Yeah. So they implemented in 2010, we're now 21. They might have had that many owners. Now, with, with the obvious issues with lack of documentation, mm-hmm. right? People come in, they, tr- they build on top of a shaky foundation because they didn't really know what their what was there and they didn't have time to audit it. And then they leave and then the other person comes in and builds and they leave. And that historical knowledge and the and the kind of understanding of how all these pieces are like being built on top of each other and not really built accounting for each other, that's just gonna create even more problems, right? And like yeah. the more that happens and the longer that happens, like, the harder things get again. Yeah. And I think on the people side, there's turnover. And then because of the turnover and because we're just reliant on people that fell into this role over the last 10 years. And and a lot of people that started marketing operations, they want to grow into a leadership role. So the amount of people that actually are in roles that wanted, you know, they're doing the work is getting like shrinking. We need that to boost. And we talked about this on past podcasts, but the amount of people, even though things have gotten more complex, there's more to do, there's more tech to manage. The amount of people on our teams has stayed the same, or even in mm-hmm. some cases reduced. When I first started my career, we got to, as, as a small startup, I was lucky because we valued market automation at Marketo, but we had a team of like four or like even five almost at one point. Now you're lucky if you have two, mm-hmm. you know, more than just one person. And so that's tough. Like there's just so much that we're expected to do. And then we, and then we wonder why there's high turnover. And we know that this is a tricky one. It's hard to hire. How can we hire more? We're trying to hire more. And I think that you just, companies need to be realistic. If you can't hire more, it just means you need to prioritize more and you maybe need to slow down. And that might mean that you need to sacrifice in certain areas. It doesn't mean Mark, like it's going to stop. Your business isn't going to stop. It just means you need to just have different expectations. Yeah, totally. And then an additional point, we, well, we kind of touched on this as well, is the accumulation of tech um, yeah. and processes, e- even, well, even if it's been well built, right? So like, you know, we've talked about technical debt and like things being built without accounting for things and documentation, that's a, you know, things maybe not the built in the best way and then the turnover kind of compounding on that but even well integrated tools 
yeah well you know built process like it's still more stuff to think about mm -hmm. there's more stuff to own and manage right like you know we speak to a lot a lot of clients and they have all all the tools right <laughs> every tool in every category yeah a couple of people to manage them and a lot of these you know even if they're not being 100 percent used and they're kind of shelfware they still seem to stick around for a lot longer than they should yeah so there, there's going to be but then but then they're adding on you know new and and the tools that aren't shelf when the ones they're even using so you've got like a lot of tech that you're just like managing and just keeping the lights on and you have a lot of tech that you're really pushing and trying to like get the maximum roi out of it but like that list is just growing and growing and growing that's why there's tools out there just to help you manage like documenting your tech stack you know yeah. it's like but back in the day when we first started it was kind of like oh you had marketo you had salesforce maybe had like a couple of other things like a plugin or something yeah. now it's like you literally have i mean sometimes we documented the clients 30 mm -hmm. or more mm -hmm. different yeah. tools each one of those tools comes with their own special little things that you need to be aware of mm -hmm. that's a lot of um memory like i always talk about like internally for us like like when we talk about client ratios to our team there's a certain amount of memory like a kind of a computer memory that you have to store to be able to understand like okay this is how everything is set up in all of these clients and there's a maximum amount of memory that you have mm -hmm. same thing even for an internal person you, you've got to try and remember how all this stuff is set up because you don't have like perfect documentation on everything the more that grows the harder it is for you to remember all of those things mm -hmm. when you plug in this new tool that syncs and updates some one field you didn't know was like super re reliant upon or super necessary for like some other tool that you kind of forgotten about and now you're getting like sync sync errors and you're scrambling wondering why sales is messaging you and like because they're not getting the data that they need or something yeah. they're getting weird alerts or something and that again is this a, is a, it's just too hard to manage that that exponentially growing amount of things totally i think for anyone who is watching video and not just listening i kind of look like i'm about to laugh but the, the whole time I keep thinking the other night I was just saying to Charlie yeah you know how people think that technology is going to take our jobs I wish that we were getting close oh to that God, point yeah. because if 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 these technologies really ran on their own or replace some of our jobs we would not be feeling this way and so if anything do not like we're not even close right all these tools and technologies need an owner and they don't run themselves. And so I, I think everyone in working ops that thinks your job's going to be absolute one day. Yes, maybe very, very far down the line, but not. Well, not the good soon. thing about marketing ops, I've said this before, is that we're the one controlling, controlling the them. tech. Mm -hmm. So like that will be the last job. Us, you know, <laughs> yeah. like once they've taken everyone, every sales job, every marketing job, the person running the tech eventually will hang on and then soon maybe we'll all like, in about 50 years of taking everyone's jobs but yeah we'll be the last one to go i think so i think i mean this comes down to like you know there's more tech more process fields validation sinks we talked about that but what can i think what can we do to maybe make this feel less hard i think we're still learning right? <laughs> a lot of it comes down to communication and being very very open with the business about how difficult things can be and not in a complainy no. way or not in a way also that makes it seem like you're not 
fit for the job right like it's not yeah. you can't do this it's like technically like you don't have the, it's not like you don't have the skill set it's just like it's a kind of an impossible job when yeah. you have this an intense amount of demand on you through all of because of all of these factors so I think communicating that and then trying to pay down some of that technical mm -hmm. debt try and like simplify things try and make things easier to manage try and get rid of shelfware try and be very um uh try and not like just add tools because mm -hmm. you know for the fun of it and make sure you build the proper business case so it's all around just like having the right mindset and being better at communicating really but you know that isn't going to be a silver bullet you're not going to solve this in a week right this is going to be like a lifelong lifelong journey and i don't know if you'll ever truly solve it but i think we have to start acknowledging this problem that it is getting harder and harder and harder to do this because of these factors and then we have to try and at least make it easier in, mm -hmm. in any way that we can because it probably will only get harder but we don't want it to keep exponentially getting harder let's kind of like keep it going at like a slower pace totally and I think my last piece of advice, and this is even for people who aren't in mops who are listening, but let's, the, as much as we can, simplify when we can. And sim simple doesn't mean not sophisticated. Kind of like with dressing, like the more you put on doesn't mean like the better it looks. Like just, we can trim things down if we can. Or if someone comes to you with some crazy like routing rules and stuff like that, how, oh, okay, that makes sense. But you know, I actually think it could be a bit simpler or the longevity of this, or if it actually working could be better, you know, just really communicating with the team because they don't know, they don't, they just think, oh, I came up with this idea, just go and execute it. But that doesn't mean that that needs to be the last straw. So totally. just, um, another thing for, as far as like adding on to that communication path. So, yeah, um, yeah. Hope everyone enjoyed this. If you have any comments on why it's so hard, you know, at, me and Charlie on LinkedIn or, or, um, you know, send us a note and we hope you enjoy this episode of forward thinking and we'll see you next time. Cheers.